Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm such an Alana Rizzo fan, incredibly talented. I don't know how many Emmys she has. It's probably 152. It's a lot of them. Uh, Formerly covered the Dodgers, where I knew her in Los Angeles. Now at MLB Network and graciously joining us here on the show. Alana, good morning. Good morning. It's only seven, Bill. It's only Only seven. seven? But I do appreciate uh, you inflating my numbers there. Thank you. I have an Emmy shelf, but it's empty, so I'm still I'm still waiting. Alana, where where are they? Where do you do you, do you have them out so when people come over, uh, they're out there? You know, I do now. Finally, it took me a long time to get to the point where I was in one place long enough to be able to actually display them. They're not in plain sight. I mean, you'd have to probably be a guest in our home to walk past them because they're just by they're in a display case, like in a a nook, if you will, um, by our guest bedroom. So it's not like I shove them in your face, like right as you walk in the door. But um, if you happen to be upstairs and you you take a right, you'll be able to see those, yes. None of my friends in L.A. follow my career. I might just get like 11 fake Emmys, put some in the bathroom, put some in the fridge, and just fake it. Just see what happens socially, Alana. Alana Rizzo, who doesn't have to fake it, here on the show. All right, so so – Obviously, a, a historical night for Aaron Judge, for the Yankees last night. Let's just start here, Alana. For, for you, I started the show just saying how much I wanted to connect with that race, but how difficult I found it to do for, for a lot of reasons, in large part because I was so emotionally invested as a Cubs fan in the Sosa-McGuire race that obviously we see very differently today. For, for you, were you able to, to feel a sense of history and joy when Aaron Judge hit, hit 62 last night? Oh, my gosh. I absolutely did. I was so excited for him. I mean, I think you could just see the weight lifted off of him when he was rounding the bases. And he held himself with such great composure and class and professionalism and poise. But you know that it had to be weighing on him so heavily. And I really did not think he was going to hit 61 or 62 in the Bronx. And, in fact, he did not. I think there was just, of course, when you play in New York, as you know, it comes with a certain set of responsibility and a certain sense of pressure. They're used to dealing with that. But this type of pressure was even more, I think, than he had even imagined. And to be able to finally get that off of his back and you saw the look that he gave his mom and dad and the fact that he was able to achieve this um and didn't have to worry about it anymore. And I, I, you know, collectively, I think, along with baseball uh, fans across America, across the world, collectively exhaled when he was able to do it because obviously there is debate about what the real single-season home run record is, but there is no debate that Aaron Judge had one of the most incredible seasons of all time in the history of our sport. So good for him. Congratulations. And, And this is another guy who bet on himself, did not take the offer that the Yankees presented him earlier in the season, said, you know what, I'm more valuable than than what they gave him at the time. And now he can pretty pretty much uh, write his his ticket in terms of, of being given a blank check. 
Alana Rizzo, if you entered that debate on what the actual home run record is, where would you lean in that conversation? I've had this conversation quite a bit recently, as you might imagine. And I do think what we need to do is acknowledge the fact that in a period of time in our sport, it was the steroid era. I do think that the records in that era should be maintained, should be recognized, but also we need to understand there is a steroid era record and there is also a non-steroid era record. I do believe in the records that Barry Bonds had, that um, McGuire had, that Sosa had, because they actually did achieve those things. But we know that they had performance-enhancing assistance to do so. I do believe that if you're going to get rid of those records and say that that did not happen with McGuire, with Bonds, with Sosa, then you must also vacate any titles in terms of World Series titles in that same period of time. You can't have it both ways. Baseball was rejuvenated because of the long ball. It was rejuvenated and some may say even saved the sport that they were hitting balls out of the park every single day at a, at a rocket pace and at an alarming rate. You can't say, okay, we're going to allow you to do that to save our sport and to have interest in our sport again, but then slap them on the wrist when it doesn't serve you anymore. You can't have it both ways. So if you're going to take away their records, then you must also vacate any sort of championship or title because everybody was exposed to it. And I'm not saying everybody used, but they had the opportunity to do so because they did not start testing until I believe 2004. So anything up until that point, at least rigorous testing up until that point. So anything up until that point, either all of it has to be vacated or you have to acknowledge all of it collectively and just understand they're in different eras of our sport. I think that Aaron Judge truly is the single season record in terms of American League home run king. I really wish we had enough time left in this year for him to hit 11 more and put this whole thing to bed. But we don't. So I do recognize the records that were set before, but understand we need to compartmentalize them, in my opinion, to acknowledge that this was a different era in our sport. Talking to Alana Rizzo here on CBS Sports Radio, I'm Bill Ryder. Alana, you mentioned the fact that that Judge did not do that in the Bronx. There's also a question of whether he'll be in the Bronx next year. It is a contract year for him. What do you think becomes of, of Aaron Judge in terms of where he's playing baseball next season? Well, I think he will be in the Bronx because I think the Bronx will burn down if he's not. I think the Yankees <laughs> would absolutely be um, insane to not sign him. He Everything that happens in the Yankee organization right now, in my opinion, goes through number 99. And why would you not want to sign one of the game's greatest players in a park that benefits him and a guy that does everything right? You don't hear anything negative about the way that Aaron Judge carries himself ever there are no off the field issues there are I mean he posts every single day he's a class act he gets it he understands he he engages with the fans he does what he's supposed to do in the community Uh, and by the way he's a hell of a very good baseball player so the Yankees have the money there's no reason that they should not sign Aaron Judge to a long-term deal. My only thing is, obviously, I, I want to say that he's 30 years of age. So he's entering his age 31 season. So there was a question, and I think you and I discussed it before, is would it make sense for Juan Soto to have gone to New York at, you know, when, he was, when Washington was interested in trading him because he's a younger guy. 
But you can't tell me that Aaron Judge is not a valuable player and that you don't want him on your team, you know, going forward for the remainder of his career. If I'm the New York Yankees, I'm signing Aaron Judge basically to whatever the heck he wants because it will repay you tenfold. Um, and I can't imagine what the, the Yankee fans would do, if they, especially after this season. Uh, I can't imagine what the Yankee fan would do if they let him go. Alana, I'm based in L.A., but CBS Sports Radio is headquartered in New York City, and there are a lot of very, very, very sad Mets fans who are just moping around the office and sometimes on on the show. Did not have the series they wanted against the Braves, to say the least. Is there any level of hope that you would offer to to Mets fans as they begin very soon what will be a a playoff run that is not exactly the, the way they want it to go, or at least start? tell you I've had Met fans that are friends of mine tell me when I asked how they were doing in all sincerity I said are you okay you know I mean these are people that are on the edge of uh, their buildings at this point <laughs> and I said you know what can I do for you and one of my Met fan friends said burn down City Field they are furious and this you have to think about the fact that the Atlanta Braves and give credit to the Braves it's not as if the Mets necessarily collapsed Atlanta is a better team I mean you might argue that the pitching favors the Mets, but Atlanta just beat DeGrom and Scherzer. It wasn't like Atlanta just beat Bassett, uh, you know, Carlos Carrasco and Taiwan Walker. They beat arguably two of the best pitchers in the game. You think about the fact that Atlanta was only in first place eight days this year. They had a 10-and-a-half game deficit, I believe, in the National League East, and they were able to overcome that. We didn't talk enough about what the Atlanta Braves were doing. We were constantly, myself included, all over the New York Mets, talking about DeGrom, talking about Scherzer, talking about that potent offense, talking about the fact that Lindor seemed to finally start getting things going there as a member of the Mets versus a member of the, at the time, Indians. You think about the fact that I was all over Edwin Diaz and loved the entrance music and met this, met that. Buck Showalter, arguably the best signing that they had in the offseason. I still believe in the Mets, but my goodness, now you have to play in the wild card and you have to move throughout a very difficult path, whereas you could have had uh, an opportunity that was a lot easier. And now, obviously, everything is set in terms of the postseason picture, and it just got a lot harder. It got a lot harder for the Mets, and it didn't need to be that way. It didn't need to be that way. And this is why we always go back to, you know, that old adage that you can't win the pennant in April, but you can lose it. I mean, it comes down to one or two games every single year. And the same thing with the Brewers and the Phillies. You know, the Phillies played just a little bit better than the Brewers did. They were both about 500. You know, the Padres and the Phillies played just a little bit better than the Brewers did. And now the Brewers, for the first time in five years, aren't in the postseason. Alana Rizzo here on the show. Uh, Despite losing their, I think it's last three games, the Dodgers still have an insane 110 win mark right now, and they can obviously get to to 111. And I think their their run differential is something like plus 330. I looked at it this morning, and it jumped off the screen. That's a lot of expectation. It's obviously a very good baseball team. How difficult is the road for the Dodgers to live up to the expectations that come with that kind of a, a season, regular season? And, and who are the biggest threats, you think, on, on the way to that goal? 
I think that it, the Dodgers and the Yankees are in the exact same position. If you don't win the World Series, your seat, and the, the Astros could also be put into this category as well. If you don't win the World Series, your season was a disappointment. I mean, the Dodgers are expected to win the NL West. The Dodgers are expected to go to the World Series. Same thing with the New York Yankees. Same thing with the Houston Astros. They're expected to win their respective divisions. So it's basically just the first step of what uh, is an expectation of going all the way every single year. I don't think we're paying enough attention to what Julio Urias is doing with the Dodgers. He's going to be, if I'm not mistaken, the first Mexican-born pitcher to win an ERA title in the National League. Um, But I do think this is the first year since I've been closely following the Dodgers that I am a little concerned about their pitching. Um, I just, you know, you don't have – Clayton Kershaw from four years ago. You don't have Walker Bueller at all. I think Tony Gonsolin is a solid piece. Dustin May is a solid piece. We're not giving Tyler Anderson enough attention, but it's a long road for these guys. And I do, I am a little bit concerned about, you know, how the pitching is going to stack up. We talked about Jacob DeGrom. We talked about Max Scherzer, but I don't know that we're talking enough about the Braves pitching. I mean, you have, Charlie Morton, you have Kyle Wright, who was the first 20-game winner. You have, you know, Bryce Elder, who's a rookie, who, you know, almost had a no-hitter the other day. I mean, these are these are solid names that can get the job done. And now, it's an, you know, we have, we're all set as far as, as the postseason opponents are concerned. So my biggest, I think the biggest hurdle for the Dodgers are the Braves, again. I think the biggest hurdle um, for anybody else I think is the Astros. I think the Astros are better than the Yankees. And I, I'm not so sure who's going to make it in the NL, but I do think the Astros go back to the World Series. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if it was Astros-Braves again. That, I mean, those are two really good baseball teams. Alana Rizzo here on the show. Watch her on MLB Network. I'll follow her on Twitter at Alana Rizzo. Seven Emmys, not 331. Uh, but it's a lot and well deserved. Alana, I, I love having you on the show. That was so great. Thank you for thanks for being on. You know it's my pleasure. Anytime you need me. Take care. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.